This is the story of a podcast that takes weird news from across the world. And while many of these stories may seem fake, they're absolutely not. Because they're real. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Water Cooler Talk, the only such podcast on the internet that's more than willing to remind you that in 2016, clown sightings were at an all-time high. People just straight up forgot about that. Thankfully. But I'm reminding people again, we need to bring the fear back. I think we need to bring the fear back the, from that era. The fear of clowns back or just fear in general? Just the fear in yeah. general. I want oh, okay. people to be afraid to go outside. We're in America. That shouldn't be hard to do. You'd right? think after like it came out, people would have gotten a little more terrified again. <laughs> it felt like even though it was a dark kind of clown movie, it came to almost a jokey point because there's a bunch of Funko toys of it and a bunch of random pop culture references to it that just it just killed the, dissipated the yeah. fear. Well, regardless of your revamp fear of clowns, today we are joined by Travis and Ian from President Unicorn Podcast, a weekly discussion podcast where friends Travis and Ian sit down and discuss whatever interests them that week. Travis, Ian, welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, if you you just want to introduce your voice so people know. I'm Ian. And I'm Travis. I'm sure those are their voices. I don't (laughs) know why I pointed myself (laughs) as I had to say it. Well, we do have a live audience today. You got to just really be into it. But if you somehow stumbled across this podcast and were wondering what you're listening to, Water Cooler Talk is about connecting the world in conversation by taking the strangest, the weirdest, the quirkiest, most bizarre, and most unbelievable real life news stories and opening up a discussion about some of the ideas presented in those articles. If you want to share a strange and interesting local news story yourself, comment your thoughts on one of today's stories or share to me your deepest, darkest fear. You can email us at watercoolertalkpod at gmail.com or connect with us on Twitter at watercoolertalk, talk spelled T-L-K. Do you guys have any fears you want to share real quick? I guess my biggest fear is just I'm not going to be around one day. Just that f- that fear of death. <laughs> the fear of death. An overwhelming amount of bears. Don't play Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, so I am right Ooh, now. That's part so of the fear. All right. Are you guys ready to jump into our first strange and interesting news story? Absolutely. Of course. All right. This is from Vice Magazine Munchies. Bakery criticized for selling genderless gingerbread persons. Thomas the Baker, a family-run bakery with over 30 locations spread across Northeast England, has been dragged through the treacherous hells of social media, but not because of stale croissants or a curd tart that failed to be tart enough, but because its gingerbread cookies were labeled as gender neutral called gingerbread persons. A Manchester resident named Demi shared a photo of Thomas the Baker's gingerbread persons display sign with the caption, it's happening. It's actually happening. It's 2018. Crying emoji. See no evil monkey emoji. Stop the (laughs) earth. I want to get off. Since being posted on Facebook, the post has been shared over 13,000 times, with most of the shares garnering increasingly negative responses or accusing the bakery of being too politically correct in the labeling of their gingerbread cookies. Guys, do you believe Thomas the Baker is being too politically correct? I don't think so, because I don't think that, that that he had any concern of political correctness <laughs> when he started. From what I read in the article, it seemed like he, he's been doing it since, what, it said, 1983? Yeah. Yeah, just, I think he was like, you know what, they don't really have genitalia, I'll just call them... <laughs> Honestly, Persons. it's laziness. It's just, uh, I'm going to just drop some eyes on there and not have well, to yeah, figure exactly. it out. Well, yeah, exactly. Thomas the Baker, I don't know if Thomas the Baker is actual guy, but that's just the name of the whole franchise. But yeah, yeah he should take a little more time, make anatomically correct that is, gingerbread so, people. Thank you for saying that. That's exactly where I thought. I was like, I would send these people 
a very penis cookies. I yeah, mean, we worked with someone at one point who went out of their way to decorate all of her gingerbread cookies very accurately, oh, and she'd really? bring them into work to the point where eventually someone had to step in and go, "Hey, we really like this. It's super funny. You got to stop. We can't have boobs and dicks in, <laughs> in, in the in break this, room yeah. <laughs> in this area." But to yeah, to quote uh, super bad, just give uh, if people Great want. Movie, by the way, yeah, if people want a big veiny triumphant bass. <laughs> just hanging on their gingerbread man, then I think that they should get it. Or they could go one further, one notch further, and I think to just kind of get into the like the gender fluidity of it, have the male genitalia, but then call it a ginger woman because that's Ooh, the way that yeah. she identifies the cookie <laughs> does. Just to, I think rub throw more salt. Yeah, in the we wounds. need to get to a point where a cookie they need to yeah. choose their gender. That's, yeah, that's where it matters. That's yep. where we need What's to go with our cooking yeah. process. Yeah, to get even more into like the full spectrum of. <laughs> of it to have here's yeah here's all of the all of the shades of it i mean who in the fact that, or in the sense that they can't speak for themselves who gets to be that determining factor the cookie the yeah. cookie but i mean they can't well, probably identify so that's true that's interesting is it not the polite way to say ginger person and just drop some eyes on there and stay lazy i think it's yeah i think it's the <laughs> i'm always just flabbergasted by i don't know why it's just that's such a weird it's a just great word a great to word. throw out there it. i've been reading the dictionary uh nice. by the response around like stories like this where it's like this is absolutely freaking ridiculous yeah. for people to get mad at this and for people to spend their time a day which is very hypocritical saying that but i think like this conversation we're having has some merit to it because I think it's important to talk about like is PC culture taking over and kind of ruining the way people think I think that there's a difficult bell curve to it uh, and I think nowadays a lot of comedians I think are where I look to this of hey yeah, I was a joke or certain things uh, but watching them kind of react amongst themselves of like no okay when comedians turn on other comedians like that joke was a little too far or things like that that's where I'm like okay that's that's where I draw my lines or that's how I know I gauge myself but I think it's easier to tell of like when you are telling a joke and having fun versus when you are just getting upset over like nothing or like being being too harsh yeah I mean at the end of the day anybody can I mean there's a lot of weird shit going on ultimately in the world and there's sensitivities that weren't there and need to be adapted to to and move forward to, but when you drop it onto a baked good, <laughs> yeah, does anybody really yeah. give a shit? Or um, I remember reading that uh, I think Sony had to issue an apology when the Peter Rabbit movie came out because they were making fun of one of the characters had an allergy to like yes, berries. Yes, I heard about that. Yes. And they and what? people got upset that they were making fun of pe- like people with allergies to berries, and so Sony had to issue an apology. Hey, we're really sorry. We realize that allergies are really like you know important and that they're not fu- they're not funny, but you know this. That's where I think the line is. It's like, okay, we can make fun of differences and we can have fun of that and you can be okay with it. But then when you start using like harsher terms or things like that, that's where it becomes not okay. Yeah, when you start getting into like yeah. hurtful words. Yeah. And, like yeah. I think there's like a ton of positives with what's happening with like the gender equality movement, the Me Too movement, yep. Black Lives Matter, the transgender movement. Yes. Yep. Those are all super positive things. But with those positive things, with those movements, you get a lot of negative reactions. Yeah. yeah. And, and you get like a lot of people like this gingerbread case where people really don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. 
they're very their their opinions are based off of like what they watch on TV, what their yep. parents tell them, what yeah. friends are saying. There's no facts behind their opinions, so you get these like negative reactions. And I very much would say that everyone's the 1,300 people that shared this had yep. a very negative reaction to something that didn't need one. Now, I mean, even to a certain level, like what point is that 1,300 people just trolling it because it's That's going true. to get likes, get comments, get clicks? Like, there's so much shit on the internet now that people just rail on because it's going to get someone else to look at them. It's going to get someone else to pay attention to them. I don't know. It just gets old after a while when you see... Yeah. Too much it's, unnecessary bullshit. And I feel like people, uh, that what also flabbergasts me is being <laughs> good mad. Word, good word. G- yeah. Getting <laughs> upset at like tolerance and inclusivity is a stance that I always scratch my head at of like, okay, so we're just going to call them ginger person. We're going to be lazy. We're not going to put clothes on them or things like that. They're just ginger person. For someone to go, that's so inclusive of everybody and get upset. Yeah. That's I mean, the thing that always, we're going to say happy holidays, not Merry You have to say Merry <laughs> Christmas and only address these people's. It's like, well, let's just open it up and <laughs> drop all of the titles and things and get to like people and person and humans. Um, well, I think it's totally fine to like if you want to say Merry Christmas, say Merry Christmas. If you want to yeah. say Happy Holidays, say Happy Holidays. Yeah. It's like it gets get mad about it. Though. Yeah, it gets. <laughs> yeah. It flabbergasts me. We're going to try to set a record for saying that. <laughs> I'll like, give you mine. You give me yours. <laughs> yeah. We'll be good to go. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like if it makes you happy and you're not negatively affecting my life. Why? Sure. Why does it matter? Yeah. You can like most of these people. Well, yeah, they're nowhere near affected by this gingerbread. No, yeah. I mean, even in the article, it wasn't an issue right up until somebody was like, ah, oh, you know, it'd be cute, a little sign. And they put that on there and then it was like, why are people so mad? Yeah. I wrote the word person. I've been doing this <laughs> since the, like the 80s, since yeah. before yeah, he me said, personally was alive. So 30 plus years they've had ginger persons. Well, yeah, been... the bakery responded to all of this. They said, sorry to disappoint you all. They have been ginger persons since 1983. It was chosen by one of our managers in York and the name stuck. We did get a complaint from trading standards <laughs> in the 80s the that best. we were discriminated against ginger haired people seriously (laughs) (laughs) I think that's good yeah they deserved it but Um, (laughs) yeah I think it's just my final closing arguments on this is I think just people need to chill out if you're going to like throw some opinions out there on stuff like PC culture and you get offended by stuff like at least like educate yourself like this is I say this in just about every freaking episode yeah educate yourself it doesn't take that much time it takes what five minutes to just learn about something Google like we have in the internet it's crazy yeah. just educate yourself take some time don't be a dumbass or yeah. just blindly throw it out there yeah or just just blindly just throw it out your there fate. it's fine be your racist uh <laughs> Whoa, grandma go on there. facebook yeah. <laughs> right uh, i think it's bill burr that has a quote that uh he said the meek shall inherit the earth and yeah they were right it's the internet i just watched everyone's just outraged it's like just calm down it's okay this is this is kind of really i just watched the movie idiocracy yeah. the other day for the Can't first watch time, that movie. For the first time, yeah. what? Yeah, it's been. A, did, I I kept hearing good reviews about it. Yeah. Then I watched, and I was like, "This is not good." That's yeah. Did you laugh? Did you think it was funny? There was maybe a few good jokes in there, but oh, besides man. that, did you like it? Oh my god, I love that movie. But oh, it, de- it absolutely depends on when you watch it. Because I watched it within the last five years, no, uh, six years, and I was I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was super accurate <laughs> and like okay. Okay. Yeah, it was a bit, a bit a little a too much too on the to nose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I stay out of politics like completely, so I watch it, and it's just a funny Owen Wilson movie. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. With President Camacho, and it's great. <laughs> and Brando. <laughs> and Brando. But anyways, like that could be yeah something where it is very close to home. It's people like getting dumbed down to the point on like. 
yep. in 20, what, it was 500 years in the future, yeah. people are just going to be blabbering idiots that speak, <laughs> what do they speak, just like a, a mix of valley and uh, yeah. It was a lot of just and, real, yeah. low intelligence, dumb. A mix of it. Nothing. It's really Plus, hard to like figure out where the hell they pulled all those from, but my guess is there's a touch of Southern California and Alabama mixed together now. Yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good mix. <laughs> I don't you, have know a good, you have a good uh, valley girl voice. Do you want to throw that out there? Oh, shit. I don't know that I do. Oh, was, was it? it oh, I think the you had fryer, the valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you know that's what you do. <laughs> My vocal fry. Do you guys have any closing closing thoughts on gingerbread persons? As long as the real issue here is as long as they taste good. That's that's like, all that matters. I mean that picture one hundred percent. That tweet. Those cookies look like shit. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, <laughs> there was like undercooked, burnt. Like they looked raw. Exactly. And also, what are those eyes made out of? Because yeah, they, they were like, like little. They should have been M and M's. This is also not, this is also England. Cool. I yeah. don't want to like offend any of my UK listeners, but I know their foods not yeah. as delicious as ours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna contest you. Have you watched the Great British Bake Off? I've on watched Netflix. Episodes, They're yes, good at desserts. They know how to do desserts. They're good at desserts. Okay, but this person does needs yeah. to go and watch you, that wait, show and get gingerbread. Would you consider a gingerbread person a dessert? No. Um, I, technically, it's a cookie, and I think cookie by default is a dessert. Okay. But if you were like, we're going to have dessert, here's a gingerbread <laughs> cookie, it'd be like- Throw it back at him. Is there ice cream <laughs> Is there something involved? else to this? is very What basic. are we doing? Do we, do we have an option B? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you guys want to, listeners, if you guys want to check out what it looks like, uh, you guys know I always post the link to the stories in the description. You can check it out there. Anyways, I want to welcome to the show Travis and Ian from President Unicorn Podcast to today's episode of Water Cooler Talk. Every Friday, they release a brand new episode of their podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can also follow more of their behind-the-scenes and axe-throwing <laughs> skills on their Instagram at President Unicorn Podcast or aggressively tweet at them at Prez Unicorn, Prez spelled P-R-E-S. Travis and Ian, how did you guys become friends? How did podcast or President uh, Unicorn Podcast come about? And the name, too. I want to know the name. Let's start with the yeah, name first. The how did the okay. name come about? So the name was my fault. Um, so we used to hang out. Like, So him and I have been friends for a number of years at this point. Uh, we worked together for a long time, and we used to have a bunch of people over to my house to watch movies and stuff. It started with Game of Thrones night, yeah. and then Game of Thrones ended, and we were like, this is too good to give up. So we did a movie night constantly, uh, and then we yeah. did games for a little bit. And when we switched to games, we... Brought or they brought over a game called Super Fight. If you're familiar with it, is it a board game, it's video a card game? game? Uh, so it's it's similar to Cards Against Humanity, uh, but it's I th- okay. I th- now that you've said that, I know the game you're talking about. Yeah, uh, for for other people, uh, it's you get one card that is well. Don't a, explain it. They can just they can just figure. Oh it yeah, out go, figure it out. go Google it. <laughs> no, yeah. no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, they don't have give them uh, anything. Yeah. They don't uh, deserve it. One of your cards is a person or a thing. Uh, so like a baby or Hillary Clinton or- A unicorn. Hermione Granger or a unicorn. And then you draw powers uh, or disadvantages to build your your fighter. Uh, so some is like controls gravity or has no hands or things like that. So depending on how you randomly draw, you get to build this fighter. And so two people square off at the same time with their fighters and the rest of the people just partake in the argument that follows. Argument's the key word in this whole yeah. thing. So. Yeah, so you build your fighter and you have to explain why your fighter is the best and then everyone chimes in and there's lots of debate and it goes back and forth. And it's it's a lot a lot of fun, especially if you have people that can like bullshit or that can like spin anything or just are good at like yeah. arguing. 
Um, that's where it's really fun. But we one night were going and Travis was doing really well. And one of his fighters was a unicorn that had the Secret Service. Oh. And right. during okay. the debates. I just started screaming. And I mean, so ultimately, anytime <laughs> I have. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You just started screaming. Anytime I feel like I'm losing, if I get louder than everybody else, sometimes it works. Great tactic. So I just started screaming because I had the Secret Service. And I was like, I'm President Unicorn. How the fuck can you kill me? <laughs> like, Secret Service is everywhere. You're not prepared for this. Eventually, it won again. So I just kept rolling with it. And I think President Unicorn also went on. Didn't he have the Pope Mobile eventually, too? The, yeah, because it was <laughs> like basically almost indestructible. And I, yeah, basically, yeah. It just got disgusting after yeah. a while. But <laughs> that's ultimately how the game works. And then you draw the next one. It's like, and you're two inches tall, and you're just totally both. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that was the end of that. Well, yeah, that's I mean, that's a good way to come across uh, the, the name of the podcast. Yeah. President Unicorn stuck around in the friend circle for with in lore <laughs> for a while. And yeah. then um, we are big fans of the Minnesota Roller Girls, uh, the local roller derby chapter. Um, and we were at a show or at a bout, and they had the- Is that the, what they call them, bouts? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Interesting. And they had this band, uh, Cuckoo Kangaroo, on, um, and we were making fun of the fact that they they just shout the whole time. There's no not a lot of singing; yeah. it's just shouting. It's Even, a kids band, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so they're just screaming at kids the whole time. Like it's kind of rapping, or it's supposed to be. Got yeah, it. and they're actually kind of big. It's, like to the yeah. point where when I've told people they're a local band, but they're bigger in Minnesota. I guess I've heard that. Sorry to go off tangent here for a second. I've heard that kids bands are very big. Like the Wiggles yeah. in their prime, they had to fly two. <laughs> separate planes just in case one plane went down. That's yeah. insane. That's nuts. <laughs> but I mean, ultimately it's anything a parent can do to get these kids to just stop hollering. Yeah. Do you guys have kids or not. not yet? Maybe one day? <laughs> nope. Maybe much farther down the line. Maybe. Got it. Without okay. an accident, um, no. <laughs> and so we we started uh, just doing a bit about, I wonder if this person is like this all the time. And so we're sitting in the stands and we're shouting, like trying to order at the Olive Garden as the singer from this band and just <laughs> shouting. And we were just making each other laugh, just like dying. Yeah. And so we're like, we need to do a, a podcast. This is, we, our thought was, we're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's we just about put, how every podcast starts. It's That's a how every podcast, podcast starts. <laughs> hey, we're funny. Yeah. Maybe other people think we're funny. All yeah. right, well, besides the unicorn and in correlation with today's not real sponsor, Fantastic Beast, the Crimes of Grindelwald, once again, they're not a real sponsor to us. But hey. If you could pull them. If, if an executive is listening, look Come at on, that Warner transition. Brothers. I'm all about transitions yeah. in this show. Perfect, right. perfect. What is your guys' favorite mythological creature besides the unicorn? Ooh, snap. Okay. Werewolf. Why the werewolf? Uh, so because I love you, dogs. Okay. Like, at the end of the day, that's like... You you actually want to be a werewolf. That's the I truth mean, I, we're getting I mean, in a to. heartbeat, <laughs> if I could do like a, a Harry Potter, like Lupin style thing where I learned to kind of control it and have like Not maybe... Not Michael a, J. Fox... Not as, yeah, crazy. I mean, the Michael J. Fox one, I'd take that as well, I guess. You get to he seemed, ride around on top of cars and yeah, play basketball. He seemed much more in control of his werewolf to still be able to play basketball and not yeah. murder everybody. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you have like a sexy edge as Lupin. Like, there's a chance you're going to get you your throat ripped Did you see Michael out. J. Fox's sport coat werewolf? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basketball jersey werewolf. Yes. You there's a lot of accessories to that werewolf. You just have to find a girl who's really into hairy guys. Mm. Yep. As a not that hairy of a guy, it's a, <laughs> it's a dream. Uh, I think I have to go dragons is my number two. I'm also a huge Dungeons and Dragons fan, so just- Wait, what was your number one? Oh, sorry, Unicorn, sorry. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Dragon, yeah. Got it, got it, Dragon got it. would be the 
my next one. <laughs> okay. So is Unicorn yeah. actually your number one? At this point, yeah. I mean, it's to quote Tom DeLonge, it's a horse with a seat on the head. Is Tom, <laughs> this, is a, this is a question. I don't yeah. know if you guys are Tom DeLonge fans. Is not he still anymore. doing that UFO thing? Uh, probably. Not anymore. I love Blink-22. <laughs> They're my yeah. favorite band, but I'm so glad that he's out of that band. <laughs> so glad. Are they still touring stuff? Yeah, they got the uh, uh, lead singer of uh, Alkaline Trio, uh, or the guitarist from Alkaline Trio, to be in Blink-22. And now they're, I think that they're better than ever. I haven't listened to them since like 2001. <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, when they I were mean, at their the prime. that's the perfect time to yeah. listen to them. Yes. Yeah. It was in high school. It was great. Well, speaking of Blink-182 and Fantastic Transitions, in our next story, Metallica played in Antarctica. So uh, there's- There we go. There you go, <laughs> Warner Brothers. Uh, Check that baby out. Uh, <laughs> this is actually our first uh, viewer submitted story. This is Ooh, the first time oh. we get a viewer submitted story. So this is nice. a they pretty cool- a one. Yeah, a good, you guys, you guys so are here good. for a monumental- part of the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, this was sent in by Morgan Bruthers from Scotland. Antarctica scientists stabbed colleague who kept spoiling the endings <laughs> of books. This is from the Scotsman. I'll probably butcher these Russian names, just letting it. you guys know. <laughs> Sergei Savitska, 55, is now officially the first person to be charged with attempted murder in Antarctica after stabbing his colleague Oleg Belugovs, 52, in the chest at a Russian research station that they have shared for four years on King George Island. That's right, the same King George that uh, we took uh, America from. Nice. <laughs> the Russian news agency Interfax reported that the incident reportedly happened because Sergei was fed up with the man, the man being Oleg. Oleg, or Oleg? Is it usually Oleg? How's how I pronounce it? Telling him the endings of books. <laughs> it was reported that Oleg was a much faster reader than Sergei and would often reveal the plot twist in books Sergei had not yet finished. Olge's heart was injured in the attack and he was admitted to the intensive care unit of a hospital in Chile, but from the reports, his life does not seem to be in danger. So on a previous episode with Northern Knights Productions, we had an episode about a guy getting stabbed over reserved seating at a movie theater. Okay. Yeah. And we kind of were like, that kind of makes sense. It's wrong. It's wrong. But it I kind mean... of makes sense. Is this an- another scenario where a stabbing makes sense? Or did he go too far? I, it kind of makes sense, but obviously too far to like physically hurt somebody but eh, I think we've all been there depends on the book I mean if it's like the end of the twilights it's like this is all we had then eh, I guess well, yeah, it's I mean, fine if it was like Game of Thrones I could see him getting stabbed yeah so Game of Thrones would be the show that you would stab someone uh, over especially Shit. like in terms of uh, like the TV show yeah and the books well, the song of, of Ice people yeah people if you haven't watched it and you go to work on Monday you have to like be cautious entering rooms have you guys read the books yes I have okay yep. do you want to talk about what happens right now I mean I <laughs> no, would no, love no, to Right. But you know, spoilers. Yeah, don't want to get. Stabbed. I think actually the TV show is past it now. Yes. So I've doesn't... actually never read the book, so it's yeah, past it. So I'm no way excusing what Sergey did for stabbing Oleg. Like, I mean, it's wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'd say it's, it's understandable, right? It's kind of a dick move, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. by Oleg to be spoiling books. But you have to think like King George Island. It's not like a remote island. It's a population of 25. Metallica okay. played there in, I think, 2013. They have two Russian TV channels, a gym, a library, and a church. So there's not much to Antarctica do. Antarctica is w- way more advanced it's than I thought. It. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea they had all that stuff. 25 I is their largest crowd in Antarctica. This was two people in like an ice fishing hut. Well, it's like the 
the it's um the island is like dedicated to research. So there's yeah. different yeah. countries researching there. So like the Russians aren't interacting with like the Chileans right. or the yeah. uh, Americans or. So this yeah. was over the course of four years that he yes. Was so when I originally read this, and up until you said four years, I thought it was four hours. So oh for my four God. hours he sat there back to back like. Yeah. No. Oleg just blows through books. Just. Not even yeah. that. He just he knows dies the end. At of them, end. And he just like, knows so many books. Dumbledore dies. Dumbledore dies. Oh, jeez, dude. dude. Way too soon. <laughs> I, Sorry. I mean, J.K. Rowling's from the UK, so if that's where a big chunk of your audience is, they probably know it. They probably know. They probably right. know. The book's been out for But yeah, it said they days. had worked together for four years. It didn't say how long they had been, like, he'd been spoiling <laughs> things. But I would imagine, so like, Oleg, or who gets stabbed? Yeah, Sergey. Yeah. Sergey does a stabbing. Oleg gets is, stabbed. Is so Oleg, his entertainment on this remote, not remote, <laughs> oh but God. small island yeah. is reading. Right. And then Sergey just comes along. Or no, no, Sergey, Sergey. <laughs> yeah. I get all these Russian you. names You're confused. Good. Good. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. But Sergey, his only entertainment is reading these books. Yeah. Yeah. Oleg, his only entertainment is ruining the yes. books. And so I you mean, have to feel like at a point, like you're working with someone for four years, it's yep. just you two. <laughs> you're probably, he's getting to a point where he's like, he's ruining these books because he wants to be a dick. I'm, Walks up, his first introduction so is science is real. Yeah. I assume they're scientists. They read sciencey books. Yeah. I think one of them was a welder and the other one was a scientific engineer. That's yeah. probably the reason one got stabbed. <laughs> Those are pretty dramatic. They did say that there was alcohol involved, but I just assume with them being Russian, yeah, yeah. they had alcohol involved. All I can picture is just you tell me one more time, I, I stab you. And just, <laughs> oh yeah, Dumbledore dies. Alright. Alright, dude. Alright. Yeah, because from what, from what oh, they were able to get out of him, it sounds like they were drinking, reading a book, whatever. He grabs a kitchen knife and just stabs him. Just like oh yeah, quick. Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. Dude, what? I told you. Are you kidding me? How long do you guys <laughs> how long do you guys think is too long to spoil something? Like Ooh, how long do you is, think you have to wait? This is a, a, a big passion of ours. Um, okay. We are on the no we like cut off movie trailers yeah. uh, and a whole bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, shit, I did that too. I've yeah. left group chats. Uh, my wife loves Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2 uh, or Red Dead Redemption and now yep. the sequel. Uh, and so I was in a group chat with her and all my friends and they were talking about like the first bit of the game. Just the beginning. Yeah, and my wife tech like texted, yeah, my horse just pooped on my shoe and I'm like, I'm out. They're, sit- they're saying too much. I don't want to yep. know all the things a horse can do. In terms of pop culture, if it's like a movie, by the time it's on Blu-ray and DVD, by the time it hits Redbox, I'll give you like another few weeks. I mean, is I my, also try my... not to spoil anything I ever can. I didn't start the movie trailer like cut off until we started doing our podcast and when we did, I was like, ah, I guess I'll try it for one movie. Well, it took three, four months of not watching trailers before I fell into a camp of like, now I haven't seen these trailers. Finally, movies were out that I hadn't at least seen one. What I mean, about, I try to avoid spoiling as much as I can, but... What about books? Do you think uh, it's about time that people can spoil the ending of the Bible? Probably. Probably you think enough <sighs> yeah. time. It's still a touchy subject. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you can give that one up. There's a bunch of people who still think it's going to change. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think you could do... I think you could talk about Harry Potter now. The last book came out in what, 2000? Yeah, they're already on to like another series. Books, I think, are, are harder, especially just in terms of reading. But if the book has been out for maybe like two years, no, that's enough time for not. most people. I'm saying to get I'm book. saying a minimum of like ten to twenty years. I would have said ten 20. to twenty years 20 on was a book. The well, in like my head. a more of like a generational gap because it's like, hey, if my mom reads this book, yep. I don't want her spoiling it for me. Dude, yeah. books read it. take a commitment. Like that's true. Books, you're gonna take of a movie two years to read a book. It takes sometimes. I mean, so some books are 30, 40 hours 
hours to read if you're doing an audiobook. Okay. Which I do because I'm too, way too lazy to read. Okay. But I'd listen to a ton of audiobooks. But if I that's, go back. That's and one work week. Go into a Barnes and Noble and just say, okay, everybody here, you can spoil these if they've been out for more than two years for me. Well, let me tell you something. So <laughs> I love books. I have an addiction sure. to books. Yeah. I like buy a new book every week from Amazon, it seems like. Yeah. I only read like the first 100 pages and then I just stop. Sure. And I can be really interested in the book. Yeah. But I just stop and then I'll pick that book up like four years later. Okay. Okay. So that's where I'm coming, kind of coming from, from the 10 to 20 years. It's yep. like, I'm, I'm kind of a slow reader. Do you mention that you're mid-book to people? I would. I, I, I guess w- I've never had anyone be like, yo, what do you think of this book? I'm going to spoil it for you. So I've never had that question asked. Yeah. I think I, I think I might say like a mid-book or yeah. uh, I'm just I'm just getting into that book. Don't spoil it. I mean, if you get yeah, topical I think that's when, what you have to do. when a movie comes out, it's so like I read The Martian before the movie came out, before it was even like announced as it, forgot all about it. Then the movie came out and I was like, oh yeah, that book is really good. And then someone's like, ah, stop. Now you have to be cautious because everybody's buying every licensed property at this point. So even if you want to spoil a book, sometimes you might have to hit that the movie's not going to be showing up as well. So you guys, you release a new episode every Friday. Yep. So a new one every week. If you guys didn't leave where you guys recorded for that whole week, who do you think would be stabbed first? And how long do you think it would take until you get stabbed? You would stab me first? Probably. Really? I mean, I'm more likely to do something unpredictable. Oh, okay, down. maybe. I didn't think about that. I would. I tend to be the more annoying when you're stuck with me. Like, I get real loud and try to just make myself laugh at your expense. So maybe not. Maybe it would be me that would get stabbed. I think it might be you that gets stabbed. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm also an instigator, so I might be my own demise. What do you do? You guys have like, cause uh, you guys been friends for how long? Five um, years, six probably. Years, okay, so you guys kind of know what pushes each other's buttons. Yeah. Is there something that immediately comes up? You're like, this would be the thing I would stab you over. If I started cooking onions. And- yep. <laughs> Not cooking. If you try started trying to hide onions and things, like here, eat this. Onion but imagine free food. we are in your house for one, just one week. Yeah. There's no coming or going. And somehow we have onions all of a sudden. Yeah. I, I, ordered, I don't keep them in the house. I ordered them on Amazon. Uh, and I just start frying up. There as would just many be a fire in my house. It would just burn down. Just to get out of. The situation you would just just do you really hate onions that much yeah. is that travis uh, hates onions yeah I why they have you had them yeah they're, they're one of my favorite foods so no. have you ever seen holes <laughs> like did that not turn you on to the, the movie holes yeah with shia labeouf yeah i've seen it don't they eat onions at the end uh, I don't remember that. Travis might have blocked that out. It yeah. might have been too, too it's dramatic. like postpartum depression not that that's not the right thing <laughs> no <laughs> ptsd uh, yeah. That's after having a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's maybe why he birthed an onion. It was such a traumatic experience. Yeah, that he just, uh, just turned off. What the fuck is it called? What's PTSD? Uh, post-traumatic stuff? stress disorder. There you yes. go. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I used to I used to want to be a chef growing up and nice. yeah. cooking and onions are one of the biggest staples of cooking. So One of the biggest things I do constantly is when I Google how to make something, I type at the end without onions. Interesting. So like, how do you make a black bean like vegetarian burger without onions? Because every single one of them is like, just chop up an onion. If I'm flipping through like videos of cooking and an onion gets cut up, I just skip that video. <laughs> like no longer do I care that they're making something that would have been good. Oh man, Had that's they not good. destroyed it with garbage. All food. right, so you're... You're stabbing Ian over cooking onions. Yep. Yep. What are you stabbing Travis over? 
What would I do that would make you stab me? Throw a banana at you? Or yeah, if I had to stab you, yeah, if you threw a banana at me, I'd stab you. <laughs> we have a lot of food problems. <laughs> just yeah. so much food problems. There's food probably problem. a whole other episode on that. Uh, the Yeah, we uh, we do bonus episodes, and we literally just talked about how I would punch him in the face if he threw a banana peel on me. I do have <laughs> bananas upstairs, so I'll try to avoid Get that. Yeah, don't do that. I'd say it's a good welcome. Yeah, especially so if we're like in a week, and you did it like the first time, I'm like, dude, oh, that's gross. And then if you kept doing it, or if you did it like in my sleep, yeah, or if we were like in Antarctica and there was a chance that I could just <laughs> put you out in the ice and get away with it. <laughs> like I gave him an Eskimo funeral. Yep. Well, I mean, I think going back to this story, I think being isolated definitely yeah. just blows up the hatred you might have, even something small. Like yeah. there was this one story I found about a guy who stabbed another guy over a game of chess. Another Russian guy, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yes. It was actually yeah. a serial killer who used to do that all the time. Really? Yeah. He used to basically, I think he was called like the, the chess murderer or something like that. What the lame. He would actually like lure people in to play chess into like his house. Into so he would do it in the park a lot of times as well. So I think he actually stabbed somebody in his house, but he used to like then hit him over the head with a hammer. Oh wow! Just to make sure. Yep. In the park. Yep. Like I mean, it was isolated. Word word didn't get around. Hey, don't play chess with that guy. A lot of people begin murdered in that park. By I heard he went off to Antarctica though. (laughs) Yeah, he went to Antarctica. (laughs) And uh, this also made me think of uh, the Julian Assange stories uh, in the. Ecuadorian embassy in London. <laughs> Apparently he's like a child, uh, but he's isolated there and he can't leave so he's just stuck in the embassy. But every now and then there'll just be new news stories. Uh, the most recent one I think is that Ecuador is talking about, he somehow acquired a cat. No they, one knows I, how. They don't, yeah, yeah, they I don't saw really that know. story, yeah. And so like a child, the embassy has to say Julian can keep the cat as long as he promises to maintain it and pick <laughs> up after it and scoop his litter box. If he doesn't, yes. the cat is gone. It was yes. just, uh, he also lost internet privileges <laughs> or they had to talk to him about his hygiene because he's so smelly. <laughs> and it's like, he's essentially just living in an embassy, but it's like, okay, listen, Julian, I know that you don't go out, but you still need to shower, bud. If you don't start bathing, we're going to take away that Wi-Fi password. <laughs> Your snack pants aren't the only pants you own. <laughs> yeah, I, that was one of the first things that came into my mind of like isolation stories. It's like, yeah, isolation can definitely just... I mean, I like the idea that he's just loopy. walking around the embassy as people are doing their actual job in their day-to-day and just kind of me. Meandering. Yep. Yeah, he's just like doing? the ri- super rich guy who <laughs> yeah. just sold his company but still wants to hang around the company. Hey, did you see this video on YouTube? It's like, I'm trying to work, <laughs> Dave. Jesus. If he shows me one more cat video, I'm out. <laughs> All right, Julian. <laughs> if you show one more cat video to anyone, Wi-Fi is gone. It's done. Your cat's gone. The Wi-Fi <laughs> is gone. We're taking away your snack pants. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, but to end the story, Sergey, being a Russian citizen, was deported back to St. Petersburg where he was immediately arrested and placed under house arrest until a later date to face so more isolation <laughs> more isolation this guy's i mean Hopefully i don't know if you guys family. seen the show the americans but they had they showed like the gulags in sure um, mm-hmm. i'm using air quotes on that i always forget i'm on an audio Dude, we platform. do it not <laughs> but yeah uh, being in russian prisons is not the best place to be especially if your mental health is not at the highest so uh, <laughs> yeah Especially Sergei. if you're just coming back from Australia. Not Australia, sorry. Uh, Antarctica. <laughs> Antarctica. A bit colder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Polar opposites. But yeah, so uh, Sergey's in for a rough, uh, a rough, I don't, I couldn't find like average like sentencing for attempted mur- murder in Russia. The, I mean, he did die. Sure so. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's In much Antarctica? Worse. At this point, being home alone has got to be the greatest thing for him. Probably. He has assume. no book spoiled for him now. <laughs> We're, you're that's on house true. arrest. Yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome. 
himself. Perfect. Oleg's gone. He's in Chile. Yeah. He can yep. just read all his books. Now he's in, he's gonna probably go in prison for a long time. He can read all the books well, he wants. So in the meantime, by why he was gone, his wife left him and took all the books. Oh jeez, what a horrible <laughs> shows up. It's like it's just the Twilight Zone. This is the fair. only thing that makes you happy yeah. is books. And then yeah, you, he is, has glasses and he broke yeah. the glasses. But <laughs> yeah, left a note that just uh, posted all just the books says, gone. I'm he can't you. buy any books. They don't even give him Wi-Fi to use Amazon. Oh man, he has to work in the library, but he can't read the. He books. can't read the worst punishment for Sergey. That would actually be a good punishment for him. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if he can get like a murderer. Uh, you can just, remove the library card. Yeah, exactly. He's in the library, and people come back and they're like, "Yeah, I read it. It was really good." Here's the end of it. As they took <laughs> back Part of a sentence is just the has to tell rest the of his life. He <laughs> always book gets spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I think I think he would uh, start stabbing a lot more people. Well, I mean, there's already a lot of prison stabbings. So, oh man, he, he started prison stabbing. Right in. He would fit right in at prison. I uh, just want to thank Morgan for being brave enough to be our first viewer submitted news story. If you would like to be the second viewer submitted news story, email us a strange and interesting local news story from your neck of the woods at watercoolertalkpod at gmail dot com. Are you guys ready to get into the my most hated restaurant of all time? <laughs> Before we get into the story, do you guys have a restaurant that you just hate uh chick-fil-a despise chick-fil-a why they don't like or they i think they still don't like gay people their ceo said some very unkind things a while ago so they're my so you you haven't been very uh receptive to their new commercials about how (laughs) awesome chick-fil-a is (laughs) nope chick-fil-a came to the mall i work at and as a uh like a welcoming thing they gave every single mall employee i work at the mall of america they gave every mall employee a coupon for one free thing at chick-fil-a and i was like I'm good. <laughs> no, you can just throw that in the shredder. Well, Ian, to support you, I've never been to Chick-fil-A. Perfect. So. Keep it up. Travis, what I about you? I definitely there... have. I don't know that I have a most hated. Are you going to say the restaurant that I went to? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Uh... Uh, I went to a restaurant in uh, Hudson, Minnesota, and it's just called the Onion Grill. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah. I don't Maybe actually like hate place. any restaurant, but that one was the one I went like, come on. You guys could have done better. Uh, well, there is a restaurant I hate, and it's Applebee's. I've been very vocal about Applebee's on this podcast. I'm also open if they want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> I'd be open to it because money is money. I'm very, if you throw a few dollars in my face, I'll do anything. To be fair, I haven't eaten at Applebee's for a while, and then when I read this news article, I was like, maybe I should go back to Applebee's. I got halfway through, and I went, that's why I stopped. I literally now know why. And then I got to the end, and I was like, oh, they got better. Yeah, this, this. I just want to make it very clear. It's going to sound like this is an ad for Applebee's, but this is not not an ad for Applebee's. Ian and I are Make about to promote it. Very clear that this is not. <laughs> but really, I mean, if they paid me, like in one of my podcasts, I said I would sell my mom for a billion dollars. Uh, for a much? billion? Yeah. Billion with, yeah, okay. Right away. People don't realize Sorry, how much a billion dollars is. That's a lot of money. Sorry, mom. You can buy her all the therapy that she needs. What do you guys think of Applebee's? So what are your guys' thoughts on Applebee's? I haven't been to an Applebee's for years. I do remember that they had some pretty good boneless wings when I was there. And they had these um, like potato chips that were like fried more. They were potatoes that were fried a lot to almost be chip-like, but they were authentic potatoes, and those were, I really liked those. I So I grew up in Mozzarella a sticks were fairly too. small town, and Applebee's was like the first non-fast food, like- Actual restaurant. Yeah, so it was jammed nonstop, but of course, that's where my parents were like, let's hit Applebee's. So back then, it was great, and then as I got to be like 21, it was, you know, after nine o'clock was their happy hour, again, go to Applebee's. But So I loved it at that point, and then I went there, at, and it was just like, all the things that were good here are now these healthy versions. What the fuck's going on? Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting that you brought that up. Well, this is the story from CNN Business US. Applebee's is betting on stress eaters and it's paying off. 
Once again, full disclaimer, I am very much against Applebee's. But maybe after you guys hear the story, I may change my mind. Let's find out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But just once again, Applebee's is not a sponsor for Applebee's. All right. So after struggling for years trying to sell seared and grilled items in smaller portions to a healthy, conscious consumer, Travis, what you mentioned, Applebee's new president, John Sawinski, has flipped the script and has embraced comfort food and satisfying portions for middle America. The new change has resulted in a 7.7% increase in sales in the third quarter of this year, setting a 14 year sales record. Sawinski states, Americans are stressed. When stressed, they tend to go to comfort food. And we're pretty darn good at comfort food. <laughs> I will disagree with that, but whatever. We look at ourselves as America's kitchen table. We're that affordable indulgence. To turn around Applebee's struggles, Sawinski rolled out drink promotions after drink promotions because stressed out com- <laughs> stressed out customers may want to drink with dinner. Uh, that's that's kind of true. And when people come to drink, they often order food. And offering all-you-can-eat riblets, chicken tenders, and creamy pasta dishes. Once again, that makes it sound like it's an advertisement for Applebee's. <laughs> this is not an advertisement for Applebee's. Uh, Sawinski says Applebee's new mission is to make people hungry and satisfy them. Do you guys believe this is BS propaganda by the Applebee's conglomerates to sway middle America? I or- mean, at the end of the day, you're making it sound like I need to go to Applebee's again. <laughs> uh, well, well, once again, I think we should state that this is not an, Applebee's, not ad. an Applebee's ad. I mean, okay, so realistically though, they took what was a good idea that worked and then went let's just totally change our model and shit on everything we've done for years the healthy conscious it was so gross like you go in there and it's just gnarly small portions that are just not well prepared or cooked properly i guess like i've had to i mean i've been i don't send shit back at food like half the time i'll just not eat it and be good because i don't eat onions as we established uh and i just put it aside when i don't but there's the stuff that they made when it was healthy was just like gross of course i went there two times when it was healthy and now i haven't been back because of that reason but it sounds like like this, like being back up seven percent just because you want people to eat a shitload of chicken tenders, <laughs> isn't really gonna get me to. So I have like I have kind of a marketing background, and what Applebee's is doing makes sense because you know they're going after stressed out middle of America, which is basically average America. Because you get you think about it, like the average American works forty hours a week at a job most people don't like. The average commute time is thirty minutes, so that's an hour a day in traffic, mm-hmm. and then they get home and they're not happy because their job sucks they're in traffic and they don't want to spend another hour cooking right and preparing and trying to avoid recipes yep. with onions so it makes <laughs> and sense and they don't want the stigma of like picking up fast food every exactly day. Yeah. yep so they want to go to a place that offers food that's going to make them happy comfort food and also a place that's cheap and, and that's cheapier. what applebee's is doing and i th- i once again not a sponsor <laughs> for applebee's but what they're doing is incredibly smart and sure. it's obviously Absolutely. showing in their profit the the part this is not an advertisement for applebee's Thank the part you. that i like about it is if if you can get people eating great there's lots of people that like you said are are working or don't have time to cook or things like that it's great you can at least put food on a table and feed your family and keep going for the next day so that part i like of like the affordable part of it the health part of it is a bummer of like yeah it'd be great for healthy but if the people that are going there are just like yeah whatever bring more they're not concerned about health like All trying to like eat riblets yeah trying to force them to be healthier like hey we want to like shift our image and like manipulate our customers that have been coming here into like getting healthy foods the reason that Travis stopped no they're not they're gonna come to you because they just want cheap greasy alcoholic food the food's alcoholic yeah 
Yeah, just know that? Right. alcohol. There's that so already. much no, alcohol at Applebee's. What shocked me is how many restaurants they have. 1,800. 1,800, yeah. That's nightmarish to have that many. And this is just, just in the U.S., by the way. Have they hopped in the oceans? I have no idea. I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I guess I never I didn't thought do about I that. I don't that. foresee Applebee's doing well other places. I might be wrong, but- That'll be interesting. If any of you listeners yeah, have gone to an Applebee's, I kind of, international listeners, I kind know. of assume that American cuisine isn't the most popular stuff other places. That would make sense. McDonald's does really well I think elsewhere. more fast food true. would I forgot about better, that. but yeah. I yeah. think I would I would consider like Applebee's, Olive Garden, Red Lobster, all those, Chili's, Outback. We're as... impersonating other countries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would consider those like moderate restaurants that are a little better than fast food, but not yeah. like Fogo yeah. de Chao or well, something. Well, I mean, yeah. for a long time, you had basically fast food, and then you had this step up, and then you had unaffordable for most people. Now you've got that kind of in-between with like fast casual and the weird stuff like that, where you can get a little healthier, you can still get something- Like really- Chipotle or- your, Yeah, like yeah. your noodles or, or yeah, things like that. So you can kind of get that next step in between, but this still is like, you know what, let's just mark it back down just a touch and just blanket everything with riblets. I want to ask you, speaking of riblets, I want to ask you guys this question. So obviously- Obviously, we have hard proof that preying on stressed out people is profitable for Applebee's. Sure. But do you believe it's morally profitable? Because Swinsky mentioned in the article about Applebee's moving towards more indulgent meals and larger portions, still having healthy options. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. They still do have healthy options, but moving the brand away from being health conscious and with almost 40% of the U.S. being considered obese... Do you believe it's a restaurant's job to consider that into their menus, into their advertisements? No. I mean, they're a for-profit company. Anything yeah. that's going to bump that up. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's these people's choice to yeah, where like, they spend their money and to give that to this yeah. monster that- I think the-, the, the That's a good word for Applebee's monster. Yeah. I tried to give you one because I keep trying to go pro <laughs> Applebee's. If they just start going healthy, then people are just going to stop eating there and they're going to go to the next unhealthy thing. So I think like trying to force them to be healthy, it just- isn't I don't see it as being viable. People have to want to be healthy and have to put the effort into doing it. I mean, I think it's a case of yes, people need to realize that they need to be healthy. They need to realize how to be healthy. But I yeah, I don't think it's a business's job to tell people or not to tell people yeah. that, but to make their product that way. But I do also think there's some sort of responsibility because if you like if you think of a bar yep. and if a bartender overserves someone and then that person yeah, gets absolutely. killed, that's the bartender's fault. Can that kind of be the same thing when it comes to restaurants. It's like, I mean, you hear it all the time. Are fast food restaurants responsible for obesity in America? Probably. All I, all I, all I started picturing when you made that analogy was just like, all right, Bill, look, this is the fourth <laughs> night in a row that you've had the all-you-can-eat ribs. I got to cut you off, oh. man. I got, you have barbecue stains all around your I mouth, guarantee Bill. There <laughs> are, there is a person that goes there every go night home. for the ribless. I guarantee it. Yeah. Those things, they're so gross. Unless you go to like an actual barbecue place. I don't think Riblet is like the choice cut of a rib, like a rack of ribs. It's more of like the fatty stuff, which I personally like. I've like traveled to South Africa and they make this like really like popcorn out of the fat. Yeah. It's basically what a riblet is, but with more fat and it's super delicious. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. That's a great question of like, obviously you can't like feed them like horrible things that are just super, super like 
known unhealthy content, but could you cut someone off of like, hey man, you you gotta eat something. You have to yeah. at least have this side salad. I mean, um, I'm just flabbergasted this dude came out and nice said use of the word. <laughs> that he came out and just was like, nah, screw it. Healthy didn't work. Let's go back to fat. I, yeah, I like the boldness of that. Um, but I think, especially like even go back to the first story talking about PC culture, people getting offended real yeah. quick. Yeah. Nowadays, as a company, you have to be very careful in what you say. Like I just read something the other day where back like a few decades ago, Newport would go the cigarette company would go to underprivileged neighborhoods and yeah. hand out Newports for free and then they were fined like $32 million which is like a day of profits for them or something or like yeah. a week of profits these companies have to like realize the effects I mean I'm not uh, maybe I will compare Applebee's to a cigarette company and yeah. a tobacco company <laughs> there's a much worse yeah. that used to do the same kind of thing but <laughs> yeah we'll but I think that. these companies need to start realizing the impact that their product has yeah I can agree with that the, the hardest part is the people that are if Applebee's shut down Chick-fil-A is going to get just sell that much more. Or Chili's. Yeah. Or, exactly, yeah. If Applebee's gets shut down, Chili's yeah. pops up. It's just up, a high You cut it's, one head off, you're going to get two more in the place. Yeah, it's what, unfortunately, a lot of the people want. And until you can start, like, presenting evidence and, like, getting people to want to be healthy and being like, hey, like, look, there's great stuff to this vegan restaurant's amazing like it's still really good it has similar to like comfort food stuff huh you want to try it and so you can get them to like start doing that and realizing that you can get a lot of the same tastes and textures and things like that in like a healthier type of option i think that applebee's is going to still do good but can you get it until 2 a.m I, I mean, we could start a rest a vegan restaurant that's open till two a.m. Well, and that's the thing. It's it talked about like in the title they talked about stressed out people. Is yeah. you have to think about the average American. Like I talked about, what the average American does is they would love to eat healthy, but they yeah. don't have the time. Eating healthy is more expensive. You go to yep. the grocery yep. store. How much more expensive are uh, fresh? produce against yeah. frozen produce. Or how much do you end up wasting because you didn't use all exactly. of those. Or um, food deserts where there just isn't like a healthy supermarket where that has fresh things. You just, the only grocery store is like a Walmart or things and like that. And there is a McDonald's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. a McDonald's there's an and <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, so I think it has to go all the way back to like fixing our daily lives. Like just the whole system needs to be fixed and then like you'll start seeing other things fixed. Like obesity will be fixed. Yeah, I think it's the the part that I'm, I think, is like the propaganda part of it is the use of the word "stressed out." Of like, yeah, you know, people are stressed, but I think just lazy is, yes, the, yes, is the correct that, adjective. I think is the correct word of just there. So Ameri- I'm not going to say Americans. People can be lazy, and it's like, you know what? I don't want to cook. I just want to go somewhere that just has like all right food that isn't going to cost a whole bunch, <laughs> and it'll be the same as last. They got stuff on the TV. Uh, great. Well, even like me, like I, I work freelance, so I don't work the typical uh, nine to five. Sure. But even throughout the day, it's like sometimes like if I'm at working on a like a long project, like I just want something easy. Right. Like, I'm yeah. a big proponent of canned ravioli. I actually found out the yeah. other day <laughs> that people freaking hate canned ravioli. And I was just like, what the heck? Say so who that's- hates it? I was just on uh, Reddit uh, wow, today. I Reddit learned hates everything. Every, and yeah, people were just begging on canned ravioli. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. But it's like, that's just quick and easy. Sure. It doesn't take a lot of time. It it's works Apple for what I tell you. You, <laughs> you can literally open it and eat it without doing anything. Yeah, exactly. It. Um, but good, it's, but... yeah, so it's even like someone like me, I try to be healthy, but still it's super tough. 
I'm the same way of, I recently have just started to try to eat more vegetarian. I used to hate vegetables. Uh, and then someone I look up to used the word evidence-based diet when they stopped eating meat. And I was like, oh, shh, like, oh, that's really <laughs> hard to justify now. Uh, so I've been, I've been getting better. But the hardest part is just the time of like, okay, you have to chop this and you have to cut this and you have to have this going while this is, and it's like, it induces like anxiety or um, I'm just like, I know I want food like in the next five minutes. Exactly. When I'm hungry, I want to eat right now. Yeah. So weirdly enough. So that's where it gets tough. Right now I am at the end of my one week of trying to eat vegan. I've never like- How is it going? It's been weird. I mean, it's been fine, but the biggest thing I've noticed just because this whole week has just been self-control. And vegan, sorry to interrupt you, vegan is like no animal based. The idea is no animal. You're asking the person. I don't know shit about it. (laughs) I've asked other people I know who are and they went, yeah, that's okay. So I know like one of the things I'm doing that I literally just did was used beeswax chapstick, which is against it, but I'm like, I don't really care. That's fine. It depends on the vegan you ask, but in the definition of it, it's an animal product. Yes. Anything that would be an animal product. So I just was like, I'm going to try. I'll go to a grocery store I'll buy things that, that would be considered vegan most of it's been fine like but I've also found that I eat like a five-year-old as a vegan so it's just like <laughs> chicken tenders and chicken patties and just something super easy yeah. that you don't yeah. have to prep a lot but the self-control piece of it is I've found that because I'm actively doing it I don't snack at all so all the crap I would have just eaten in between everything or would have always had around and I work at a place that gives you endless amount of free food to eat and just garbage to just snack on all day and I don't touch any of it like it's just non-existent for me because I don't know if it's vegan or if it's acceptable or not. So that's just gone away. So all week I was like, I'm kind of hungry. And now today I'm getting to the end of the week and I'm like, it's not a big deal. Like mm-hmm. if you just stop for a bit, yeah. it's easy to and let go. To use you as an example, it really takes only one week. Like all of Applebee's goer could realize, hey, this food is awful. If they just could make it like one to two weeks of just having other stuff of just Just cold turkey. It. Yeah. Trying no, not it. cold turkey. Have some other stuff. Yeah. Trying a cold new turkey. plan. No, cold, no I got what you're going. They're not going to eat turkey. cold turkey. Eating cl- <laughs> but just other stuff. Everyone who's ever gone to Applebee's stop and just eat cold turkey right <laughs> that's that Mitch Hedberg joke I want to get addicted to cold turkey and then quit so I can say I'm quitting cold turkey cold turkey <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day I do want to say this Applebee's is it's cheap mediocre food that's how I'd perfectly describe Applebee's that's how I describe all those Olive Garden yes. red lobster I used to go there all the time in high school wait hang on yeah why do you hate Applebee's I hate Applebee's that's thank you for bringing that up yes I hate Applebee's because I've read so many stories from previous line cooks that they basically just microwave everything. Sure. And for like a three-week period, everyone who had gone to Applebee's that I knew got food poisoning. Oh, snap. Okay. So just those two things together. And then the last time I went to Applebee's, I got food poisoning as well. Oh, so okay. So this is, this is why huh. I hate Applebee's. How do you cook that canned ravioli? Just straight in the microwave. <laughs> you, don't cook, you don't do the, the stovetop? I do not. No, that takes to do, too much time. Yeah. Good call. I used to do at least SpaghettiOs on the stovetop. Not I have all. no idea why. But it's like if I'm going yep. to a restaurant, no, I, I, I don't want them to agree. prep in a yeah, microwave. My whole goal was to hope that you cooked them in a microwave. So yeah. I actually prepare them very finely. I saute them. Right. But I used to go there a lot in high school for the half-price apps. Yeah. Not like the courses because it was actually good stuff. You talked about the buffalo wings. Yep. Those were actually pretty good. And yeah. for the price, you got way more than you did at like places that were like buffalo wing type places. Yeah. But anyways, it was better than going to like 
McDonald's every night. And it's open late. You're you're out. You're social. You're not just chilling in like a fast food lobby. You're in a nice atmosphere, or not? Hang on, not a nice atmosphere, <laughs> but uh, an atmosphere. You know, if you're gonna, if your goal is to sit down and watch a sports ball that's on TV, you can easily do it there. Yeah. Applebee's has all that shit on the wall to look at. You know, it is. I I will agree, and I've said it before. It's good for half price apps. It's not good for dinner. It's yeah. not good to bring. I did one episode. We had like dating advice. I said the worst place to bring your date for the first date is Applebee's. Absolute worst first date. Is that based on the fact that you're in a larger city or like if you were in the middle of North Dakota, it's kind of like an oil town. You finally meet the one girl that lives in that town. <laughs> Only restaurant that you can sit down at is Applebee's. Still bad. It's also January. Still bad. I would also be in a different mindset growing up. Because yeah. you talked <laughs> you, about it. Yeah, it you grew up in whole, a small town yeah. and in a small town, Applebee's was like the go-to restaurant. Yep. So yep. now like living in St. Paul, it's like there's so many options. So I know there's something better. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yet people still go. People still go to Applebee's. But I will say this, them at least acknowledging what they are is a step in the right direction. And like I said, you know, this is once again not an ad for Applebee's, but if they're willing to pay me and offer me free <laughs> meals for the rest of my life, I'll eat at Applebee's. You're going to be taking yeah, a you lot can just of get them, to Applebee's. <laughs> you can just get the mozzarella sticks or beer tastes good wherever you drink it. Exactly. Yeah. You can't yeah. mess up a beer. Right. I mean, you can, but you, you can you mess can't. up a Guinness. But. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that's all I'll say I don't support this story did not sure. change my uh, stances on Applebee's but tried so hard. if they're willing to pay me <laughs> there's no such thing as bad stance. press this will be deleted and there will be an entire other episode about how great yeah are. I'll just delete like, the monsters. first half of this and it'll be like this episode is brought to you by Applebee's, Applebee's. <laughs> we're monsters come join us <laughs> alright Travis Ian thank you guys for taking the time to discuss some of the strangest and interesting news stories the world has to offer once again if you guys want to check out President Unicorn Podcast you can do so on Instagram at President Unicorn Podcast or on Twitter at Prez Unicorn Prez spelled P-R-E-S. And if you stay around until the end of the show, you can enjoy a little taste of just how delicious it is to listen to their weekly podcast. However, thank you guys for listening to Water Cooler Talk, the only such podcast on the internet hosted by myself and guest hosted today by Travis and Ian from President Unicorn Podcast, where we take the strangest and most interesting real life news stories from around the world and just try and have a good old conversation about some of the ideas discussed in those bizarre news stories. And you can listen to the show on Spotify and, well, anywhere podcasts are available. That's right. We are finally on iTunes and I would personally love for you, viewer or listener, I guess, if you left a positive review on iTunes on some of your favorite things about Water Cooler Talk. Also, as always, you can head over to our website at newwestmedia.co slash watercoolertalkpod to choose your favorite way to listen and catch up on any old episodes that you may have missed. Uh, and once again, if you'd like to reach out to the show with a strange local news story and have that story be used in in upcoming episodes like we did today with Morgan's news story, or if you just want to share some of your own comments, you can do so at watercoolertalkpod at gmail.com. And for the week following this episode being posted, if you decide to tweet us at watercoolertalk, talk spelled T-L-K, with your favorite mythological creature, I will tweet back at you with a celebrity I think that would have the best fighting chance against that creature. I think That's Morgan good. Freeman could take down a dragon. I think so. And I think Michael J. Fox could take down a werewolf. Being so that he is a werewolf. turned into one. <laughs> he has the experience, though. Knowledge-based. Damn. <laughs> Travis, Ian, every episode I have the guests close out the show. You can can do a story you can do advice you can have a joke you can ask me a question you can promote your own show again the floor is yours close out my podcast you usually close our podcast i do so do i you have a, a bit
Ultimately, all I, the biggest thing, I've got two small pieces. One, check us out, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, President Unicorn, pretty much anywhere. And all of that all posted in the description down Perfect. below for you guys. The last thing I have is a quote I'd like to read to you. If you're a guest and I don't pick you up, I don't think the conversation is worth it. Hey, that's my quote. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys had a car. Most of, most, of my, most of my guests do not have cars, so I have to pick them up. But you guys had a car. The conversation was worth it. And thank you guys once again. Again for coming <laughs> that was good that was good you got me on that one all right guys we will have a new episode next thir- or every other thursday and until then peace this is the story of a podcast that takes weird news from across the world and while many of these stories may seem fake they're absolutely not because they're real it's important Welcome to President Moose with your host, Travis. And Ian. So, Ian, this is the time I have to inform you of something. Uh-oh. It's been about a week or two coming. I didn't really want to bring it up, but I want to actually introduce you to our guest and technically your new co-host, Moose. Perfect. Do you want to go by Moose? Yeah, why okay. not? You tell us. It's on you. I don't know. Do you even know my real name? Yeah. I. Yes, because... Mm-hmm. But I, I, I feel like I'm going to pronounce it backwards from the way I've, it's written. Let's just go with Moose. Okay. Perfect. Um, so I, in talking to a friend recently, yes, have discovered that I finally am going to try to live out my dream of being a musical sensation in okay. Branson, Missouri. In Branson, Missouri? <laughs> Why in Branson? Because it's like the Vegas of the Midwest. Is it, though? It really is. Okay. It's basically where, like, bad magic acts go to die, bad musicians go to die. I'm going to be wrong. There's going to be, like, really big musicians <laughs> that go there. And Okay. I've never even heard of the place Branson. I hadn't either. Is it Branson? Do I have the it's name Branson, right? Missouri, Okay. I had to Google it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, a for uh, real thing. Okay. Um, what music are you going to make? Uh, I figure I'll probably do some kind of show tunes. Okay, but are you like playing guitar and singing? Are you like running electric guitar through like a looper pedal? Are you all keyboards? I've mostly been doing a lot of didgeridoo singing, singing and songwriting, mostly shower based. Oh, okay. So not a <laughs> lot of guitars in the shower then. <laughs> I got as one. I, I got a, guitar I've got a, in the studio. a melodica that works really well in the shower. Okay, and then Great you're gonna echo. are you gonna sing in the shower <laughs> on stage? You know, I at least I'm gonna be mostly unclothed, so. Okay, but in a shower type thing, is yeah, that I like mean, a at stage least the, setup you at have? At least the like stage scenario would. Are be. you s- still going by Travis? Because you're gonna. There's already a band named Travis. Yeah, but I mean, I had it first. I was around <laughs> first. I don't know that that's how trademark in the entertainment industry works. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, why did you choose? Uh, aside from it being <laughs> <laughs> Vegas 2.0, uh, because it's Branson. Okay. It's the most magical place on earth. Family vacations, Branson.com. Okay. Oh. And so are you are going to appeal to the vacation crowd in Branson? I mean, who else do you... It's not the locals. 
I mean, I know your parents <laughs> lived in Vegas, but it's not like they hung out on yeah. the strip all the time. If I'm going to be Funny a thing, downtown man. Branson, they hung out on the strip a lot. It's, it's like going, hey, what do you want to do? Let's go to the mall. But instead of the mall, it's the strip. So it's horrible. It's not. I mean, there's shops and restaurants and shows. Do and you actively like going to the mall? Currently, I assume in this scenario, we're talking about Mall of America. <sighs> no, not all the time. But there are some moods yeah. where I you get my coffee. You really got to go to the mall. And it's just nice <laughs> to like hang out with Miranda and it's just like, walk around and chill. It's like, man, I've so never wanted to go to is, Zara so bad. It is kind of nice. <laughs> To go with a friend and just chill. But if I am there on my own trying to get stuff done, yep. it is I am on an agenda, on okay. a mission, not just casually. So there's coffee. been more than once that I've gone to the mall with like our friend Nicholas, and I'll end up in Macy's walking around with like him and his mom, and they'll have like gold jackets or like really like over the top zazzy clothes that I'll just go and throw on and walk around for a bit until you get those looks from the employees that are like, because they have security like in, uh, in Macy's. Like, I saw a guy get tased in Macy's. Was he saying, don't tase me, bro? He wasn't. Okay. <laughs> but it was like... <laughs> I was was your friend Nicholas? No, it wasn't Nicholas. He doesn't deserve to get tased. But it was super funny, because this dude was definitely shoplifting. And the guy was like, you gotta stop. And he's like... <laughs> I'm not stopping. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. <laughs> and then he got tased. I shouldn't just shake my head and make a face whenever I'm yeah. talking. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we're we have a... Hang on, before we get to that, (laughs) what what the fuck is up with Branson and you wanting to be a musical act? This is the thing. Why? It's been my dream for years. The fact that you didn't know this and you've known me this long, disappointing. I'm sorry.